Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with one of my book besties today, Anna. Hello. (laughs) Listeners, this is an exciting time. This is an exciting time because the last time we did a Romance Reads rec episode, you will maybe remember that I had a bit of a challenging time. Oh, yes. That was when I read like nine books and hated pretty much all of them. Not hated, but some of them I did. That was the Cluster of Rocks episode. That was the science episode, (laughs) which I'm still... We we don't do science. We don't do science (laughs) on this podcast. Okay. But this time... We're doing like a, I don't know what we're going to call this, like summer. It's just a rom- I was, well, I don't know if mine are considered beach reads. Well. But I would say this is a very romance. This is a romance A romance episode. episode. We have everything from dark romances mm-hmm. to contemporary romances mm-hmm. to rom-coms. Yep. We've got it all. Sports romances. Sports. We've got, I mean, because really we are still in Mafia, our sports Mafia, billionaire. Yep. All of it. So, and a really. Scottish fling. I think that any any read could be a beach read if you, depending on the person, but... I totally agree. My beach read is not the same as your beach read. Right. But I yeah. think we've got different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Spice for every slice of life. Exactly. That's <laughs> what we always say. And I'm super excited because I actually like love all the books I'm going to talk about. And some of them are sequels to the books that I hated in our romance really? episode. Yes. I'm oh. shocked. This is this is shocking. It's shocking. This is a turn of events. Is nobody I did not see this coming, but I'm very excited to talk about them. Um but Anna, why don't you start us off? Oh, uh okay. this is these are all going to be like spoiler-free thoughts. Yes. This is spoiler-free mm-hmm. per usual. Per usual with us. Okay. So, I am going to start us off with my with dark romances. Ooh. So, we have I'm just going to go ahead and say it now like if I think I've said this every time I do a dark romance, I'm like, just read the forward, check the triggers. Uh-huh. Not all mafia billionaire romances are for everybody. Sure. I feel like it goes with the territory. If you're reading a mafia book, you just, it's not warm and fuzzy. No, no, it's certainly not. <laughs> it's not. No, these are some morally gray characters. These are some morally gray characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to start with my favorite one that I read, mm-hmm. which is Sinners Condemned by Soam Sketcher. Okay. Um, it's a mafia, like straight up mafia. I wouldn't say it's mafia light, but it's not okay. the most mafia I've read. Okay. Huh. And as I say that, I'm remembering that we definitely get like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, well, torture. <laughs> well, the word I'm looking for is torture. <laughs> but I just can't remember. I feel like it's off page and then the character, the main character comes back. Okay. But it's still to me felt mafia like because it felt okay. more like romance driven. Sure. And not... Not steam necessarily, but just very focused on the two characters and mm. their relationship. I love that. Um, okay, so this is Sinners Condemned. Uh-huh. It's this technically like the second book in a series. Okay. But it's a duet. Oh. So it's book two and three. Oh. You don't need to read book one. I did not, of course, because that's yep. my MO. Um that's our main characters are Wraith and Penny. Okay. She, I'm just going to go ahead, let's see, I'm just going to go ahead and read the jacket cover. I love that. So, no good ever comes from a redhead in a stolen dress with her worldly possessions at her feet. Mm. I should have known she was trouble when smoke and sin followed her into my bar and she challenged me to a game. She may have won my watch, but she started a war. (gasps) As she slipped my Bretling off my wrist and onto her own, she gleefully announced she was the luckiest girl in the world. Yeah, lucky for everyone except me. 
because the moment her muddy boots stomped down the stairs and up my spine, my empire started to crumble. So, oh, um, and then, it, and then, um, so okay, so Rafe and Penny, those are our two main characters. Okay, Penny is a grifter. She's a con artist. Okay, she is extremely lucky. Like she oh. has her lucky charm that she wears around her neck. Mm-hmm. It's not actually like a four leaf clover. Sure, but it's like her. Her, her lucky, lucky charm. charm that she wears. Yeah. And she thinks she's literally like the luckiest person. Okay. Which will, that is part of the story. Okay. Why she feels that way. Okay. She's running. Something happened where she mm. was in Atlantic City and she's back in her hometown running and hiding. Mm-hmm. She's decided to go straight. She's never going to con again, but Uh-oh. she has no money. Oh. So she's like, okay, I got to do one last con. Yeah. So yeah. she walks into this bar. She like steals a dress, walks into this bar. Love it. And goes up to a guy and she like starts to do like her normal con artist thing. And oh. who of course is she trying to con but like the dawn of the mafia (gasps) and he is not there to play oh so we have enter Rafe okay Rafe in the prologue I will say you get a real feel for Rafe's character okay okay I take it back everything I said this is not mafia light I just remember the prologue (laughs) (laughs) jk jk (laughs) it's um it's a little dark and twisty right from the get-go I mean okay so I read this book like six weeks or four weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, Um. So, okay. So Rafe, long story short, he goes to a fortune teller in the prologue because mm. his parents die. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with the fortune teller and all this. And he's not doesn't believe in it but like his mother did and she passed away okay so he goes and she's like let me read you your fortune you walked out last time with your mom before i could sure and he basically has to choose he can either choose i think it's like the king of diamonds or the queen of hearts if he chooses the king of diamonds then he gets like everything he wants in business everything will like fall to his feet everything will go according to plan okay he chooses the queen of hearts then it's like love he chooses the king of diamonds and what or or sorry king of I think maybe it was the King of Diamonds and the King of Hearts. So he chooses the King of Diamonds and the next card she draws is the Queen of Hearts. And basically that means that like you will never, ever have love and that one day the Queen of Hearts will walk into your life and destroy everything. (gasps) And Penny is a redhead. Oh. And so he immediately is like, oh my God, like keep away. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It's like a black cat. You're evil. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't come near me. (laughs) But she keeps bumping into him. She keeps running into him because he's the mafia in her town, like the Don or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. So the whole story is like them bumping into each other and eventually like he she starts working for him like on his bar as like a bartender and on his on his yacht and oh um, i love that i this i just loved their dynamic Mm -hmm. like it's a very um enemies to lovers but the enemies is more one-sided because she doesn't understand why he's he doesn't why he's pushing her away when it's so clear they have such great chemistry sure and she's very feisty. Oh. She's very smart. Uh-huh. I love that she's like a con and yeah. he's a mafia guy. So love it's it. like she's always pulling a trick or something. And you yeah. or he's and you know, and he runs like a gambling casino. And of course, like counting cards is a no-no. And it's right. like what could go wrong? Yeah. And like so there's all these like great situations. She yeah. has she had a horrible, horrible like upbringing and uh-huh. home life like foster family to foster family um she's very poor oh. like lives in this like tiny apartment and he like sits outside in his car 
and like calls her down like one I can't remember how it initially happens but basically it becomes her thing where he she can't sleep at night she has like a huge fear of like uh-huh. won't get into why yeah but he like brings her like they go get diner food uh-huh. and then she ends up falling asleep in his car and it's like the first time she slept in like days oh. and so then the next time she's there there's like a pillow and a blanket Stop. and like so there's like all of these like really sweet th- like this is why I love a mafia romance God, I love he it. is like so dark and twisty yeah but with her he's like he finds out that she like wants to try and go straight and she's like goes to the library to rent the like you know accounting for dummies or like yeah yeah all those books you know blank 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 for dummies sure and so he like buys her all of them and like he's like here you go like figure out what you want to do like it's just real like there's all these like little moments in the series and there's two books okay so of course book one ends on a cliffhanger okay and book two is out there is like a twist like there's a couple good twists that like kind of kept me going which is why I liked it because there's always like a little mystery aspect in Mafia. Oh I love that. Yeah and the steam is good. I wouldn't say it's like the steamiest of the books I read. Okay. And normally like I love a very steamy read but this was chef's kiss. I've already like recommended it to a bunch of our listeners when they've DM'd us and everybody has loved it. Okay, I so, want to read this. I feel like this would be, like, right up my it's, alley. It's very good. He's it, – it's written well. Like, the, and it's not too long. Like, okay. they're not long books. Good. It's, like, the perfect KU rec. <gasps> like, a perfect Ooh. KU uh, – uh, what's the word I'm looking like for? Like, length, yeah. Length, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Sinners Condemned by okay. Soam Sketcher. Love that. Um, that's a mafia. Highly recommend. Also, the other characters in it are really funny. There's, like, brother dynamics. It's just – it's – there's, so there's good lighthearted oh, moments Oh, good. Too. See, that's that's yeah. important. I like that. Um, okay, so the next one I have, um, oh, I loved this one. Okay. The Unwanted Marriage by, I think it's Katharina. It could be Katarina. Katharina Mara. Okay. This is classified as a mafia romance, and I have no idea why, because nobody's in the mafia. It's a billionaire romance. Okay. Like, so I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's book three in the Windsor series. Of course, didn't read book one or two. Sure. But I looked, every single one's a standalone. I wanted this one because it is an arranged marriage. And I love an arranged marriage. marriage. Yeah, or like a marriage of convenience. Love it. So, okay. So, um, okay. Faye is the last woman Dion Windsor wants to be near, let alone marry. Yet there's no escaping the alluring pianist he has been engaged to since they were children. For years, he made his unwillingness known, but his attempts to keep Faye at distance fade to dust at the sight of her with another man, (gasps) mere months before their wedding. One look at her and he realizes he's done running time is up and whether she likes it or not she's his or she could be if the secrets he keeps didn't hold the power to destroy her (gasps) okay what i loved this one okay i mean there were parts of it where maybe it was like a teensy bit long okay but i went into it very low expectations got it so it lived up to my expectations and then some perfect so i actually friend of the podcast nicole is also very into (laughs) hi nicole she's also very into mafia reads and i actually texted her when i was done reading this okay okay main female character and main male character's mothers were bffs and they both died this is not none of this is spoilers like this is all right um were bffs and they both died in the same plane crash when they were little the families decided to make an arranged marriage between the kids the boy was 12 the girl was six or maybe he was six or maybe he was 16 it doesn't matter either way it's age gap and it's kind of weird because she was a child That's and he was a child. super weird. So the main male character is like super put off by it because they were all very, very close growing up. Okay. And as soon as like the mothers died, he was like, and the way that the fathers went about it was like to arrange this marriage. Yeah. And 
he was like, this is weird. He, like, basically goes, becomes completely aloof. He moves to England. He, oh. like, goes just boarding school there. He, like, distances himself completely from her. Okay. He's like, this is weird. Yeah. Because he's, like, eight years older. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, when they actually get together, she's, like, mid-20s and he's, like, 30. Sure, early 30s. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Faye and Dion are uh-huh. two leads. Okay. Faye, basically, her father is a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. He's abusive. Mm. We have don't have any abuse on paper. Like, we have, like, you know, him speaking meanly to her, but, okay. like, not... It's not dark in that sense. Okay. It's, it's more just, like, of a drama, mm. I would say. Mm-hmm. So it's not very heavy. There's okay. no... There's no torture scenes. There's no... I mean... Yeah. I guess the reason this could be classified as mafia is because, like, the brothers definitely, like... There's, like, a bad guy type situation and like they capture him or whatever but none of nothing you read on paper really it's okay. more like talked about and talked alluded about. to what they did sure if that makes sense yeah that's fine um i really liked this because the consent was first of all chef's kiss there's so much Love praise that. in this book <gasps> oh my god kimberlyn it was so well oh, was this done. what you were texting you were like i i've never read so much praise in a book before yes i've never read so much praise. <gasps> this was this was more praise than praise by sarah kate in my opinion, oh, which everybody loves. My God. I into loved it. this. Into it. And the consent was so good. Oh. Also, there is no miscommunication trope. If either of them have an issue, they sort it out immediately. Amazing. One of them thinks something, is feeling some kind of way. Two pages later, they're like, uh, I'm feeling... Th-, and they start talking about oh it. Oh, my God. Now, that would normally... At some point, I feel like we all get like, okay, but there has to be some sort of like conflict, little drama. Yeah, has to be conflict. The father causes enough drama. Okay. And then there's like another dude in the picture who okay. causes some drama. Got it. So with all of that, it's enough to keep the kind of like spark alive. Sure. And, you know. Like the stakes. Yeah. Like, yeah. And of course there is a little miscommunication, but for the most part. Oh, I love it. That's just not the main yes. issue in the book. Which I guess. is very common in Yeah. And books. I love like most, actually I I would say most of the issues is more surrounding like her being insecure because basically from the time that she she was like betrothed at the age of like six mm-hmm. her father has like basically groomed her Ew. to be the perfect wife uh-huh. for Dion both of their parent mothers were concert pianists so she had to be a concert pianist meanwhile Dion can't listen to piano because it makes him so sad because oh, he misses his mother his so much and but he like hears her playing <gasps> and it's and it like breaks something in him like in a good way yeah and and then they have these like beautiful moments. I don't music is used very beautifully in this, and it's a wonderful okay. tool in the story to help kind of like show the writer does a really good job with like whatever Faye is feeling and how she puts herself into the music uh-huh. and like plays. It really emotes, it, it makes you feel, I think, the writing differently. Oh. It's just a different way of reading. That's I don't know. So it was just really pretty. And then like the two of them, him coming to sit with her at the piano and like it kind oh. of coming out of it, him coming out of a shell a bit. Yeah. And you start to learn more about why he he's always pulled away from her uh-huh. and like you know aside from the age thing but yeah. like why he like blames himself and all this stuff and okay. it's just I don't know I really liked it okay the unwanted marriage by Catherine Mara um How's this again theme? lots of steam <gasps> like good lots of like oh right yeah. that's my that's my wife like oh oh you yes. know like it's, yes Oh, it's so into good. it. It's into it. Okay. Okay. Without getting too graphic, I'm very, very intrigued. Good. I'm very okay. intrigued. Okay. So we've got one more mafia. Okay. So the next one I read was Nero by S. J. Tilly. Nero by S. J. Tilly. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna read to you what I wrote. This is I'm gonna read to you what I sent to Nicole. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Instead of reading the jacket cover. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just finished Nero by S. J. Tilly. This was straight up mafia. I'm talking whipping out a gun to evacuate a building. Things being blown up. 
rescue missions, etc. Main male character was dark. He's kind of a stalker, but she likes it. Who am I to judge? It's weird, but like it's mafia and those dudes are obsessed with their women. He's crazy possessive, but again, she likes it. And she's also <laughs> crazy jealous of other women. So it all works out. <laughs> there is about one and a half page of uncomfy sexy time. And normally that doesn't happen in mafia books. But then the dude is like, I killed for you and produces a pinky ring from the dead guy and the woman legit orgasms. What? <laughs> and is all of a sudden very interesting to the sex stop i'm not kidding oh my god <laughs> I was like, again to each their own it was very mafia and i was kind of here for it the main male character rescues a puppy so like he's good in my book also taco bell is consumed and now i really want a taco <laughs> <laughs> so so <clears throat> so there you go so there you go that's Nero by S.J. Tilly. Okay. No, but really, it's very mafia. Okay. Very mafia. This was probably the most mafia one I read with, like, if you're not, if you have, if you do not read mafia, then, like, I would not jump into this one first. Okay. Like, I would do Corrupted by You by Marzi Opal, which I've talked about in other books. Yes. I would do Sinners Condemned by Some Sketcher, the first one I suggested. Okay. Um, This one is, like pretty advanced for me even i was like this is like i'm not into the whole stalker thing yeah like it it doesn't Mm -hmm. do it for me but like i said she like is leaving the door open for him and like yeah enticing him to come in so i'm like we're both kind of really fucked up so we're both playing this game together so that's fine if it works for you right there's spice for every slice exactly (laughs) you know it would not for us but you know not for us other for other people honestly this uh the steam in um unwanted marriage in my opinion was much better than this one okay but this one does have exhibitionism if that's your thing cool good to know good to know okay and he doesn't hurt puppies so that's that is great he's not an animal hater there we go that that would be a hard line in my book (laughs) yeah absolutely not absolutely not no he like rescues this little puppy that's adorable okay and taco bell i mean that's great taco bell like actually i really wanted to talk about oh absolutely yeah Anytime that's yeah. mentioned, I'm like, ooh, that sounds great. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna. I have one more. Mm-hmm. This is not a mafia book, and this is my hot take, guys. Guys, I oh cannot wait for y'all to hear about this insane. I book. cannot <laughs> believe I read this, and I made myself finish because I was like, surely, surely it doesn't end here. Surely this is actually not going to be happily ever after. I have never craved an unhappy ending more yeah. in my life. Yeah, I yeah. was like. Please, this book is put them out of their misery. Unhinged, and I didn't even read it, and I still feel traumatized. So the book is the Pucking Wrong Number. Okay, Kim, Pucking. I mean, well, Anna, that should have been your first clue right there. Listen, listen. First of all, you sent me that DM from our friend, or who was it? Somebody you sent me like it was like a was it indie romance? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, indie romance. Was that the book? Love. No, well, it was one of the ones that's recommended, I think, oh, in, in the, the comments. comments. In the comments, yes. And it right. was like, you know, all of us dark, dark romance, like, readers, and then it's like all the hockey romance readers, like, driving yeah. by all happy. All happy, And we're yeah. all over here, like, in our feelings. Yeah, 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 and yeah, 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 yeah. So then it's like, but wait, there's dark hockey, hockey romances room. out there. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I was like, this, Anna, this is this is made for you. This is right this up is made your alley. For me. So Nicole and I, hey girl. shout out again, Nicole. Nicole and I are both very into our mafia era. Yep. And we were like, oh my God, and we love hockey. Let's read them together. So she took one. I took one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, dark hockey romances are not for us. Nope. Maybe we just read some bad ones. If you have better ones, please send them our way. Okay. But Nicole and I think might pull the plug on this. What was the one she read that she did not like? Um, Shoot. 
Oh, I don't remember. If you guys DM us, if you really want to know, I'll, I'll yeah. find it out. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter. But doesn't matter. Overall, probably not for, yeah. not going to continue. Okay. Um, okay. So before I read all of these text messages and um, just if you want to read this book, I, go for it. You might want to skip ahead to when Kim starts talking, but please don't read the book. Just please, listen just to listen. me bitch about just it. Just listen. Nope. We, you don't need to read it. Nope. So here's. This is your spoiler warning. Feel free to move forward. Yeah. It's called, it's the pucking wrong number, CR Jane. Okay. Uh-huh. So the, the whole premise is a wrong text message. Okay. Mm. He sends the text, a text message to the wrong number. Got it. And she's like, who is this? I'm confused. And he's like, uh-huh. and he realized he's a famous hockey player, like very, very famous. Got it. So Lincoln Daniels is the main character. Monroe, main male. Monroe is the female. Okay. And like I said, it all starts because of like a wrong text number. Mm-hmm. So I, in the beginning, it was great. Yeah. They were texting. They were having sweet text messages back and forth. This goes on for like, I don't know, four or five chapters. Okay. There's like funny locker room shit with the boys. And they're making that. fun of him because like he's texting this girl nonstop. Oh. But he's like, they're like, you're getting catfished. And, oh, and like they don't yeah. send pictures of each other because like they're kind of just having fun keeping it anonymous okay she like works three jobs she had to, she had like a awful awful upbringing like escaped from home i won't get into like everything because it's really not important honestly because yeah. the book sucked well yeah anyways okay so i'm just gonna read to you my roller coaster of it, fucking it really with this the book. text that i got i cannot. she she was texting okay. me and then i didn't answer and by the time i checked my phone shit the wheels had come off you guys and the things i was this reading is, okay so I, I'm going to start with like the happy part. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, it's it's written well. It's funny texting banter. We get dual POVs. Um, I was like, he offered to pay for the entire college tuition of everybody in her community college class if he if she agrees to go on a date with him. I was like, so he seems nice. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's nice. Like, I said, I'm not picking up on any of these red flags. <laughs> Oh, God. And Fam- I was like, famous he, last words by Anna. Last words. I was like, is he kind of over the top obsessed? Yes. But is he giving her the space she wants when she asks for it? Also, yes. It's ah. all about balance. Ah. Literally four hours later. Yep. Yeah. JK, he copied her key, snuck in while she was sleeping, jerked off, and then sat down to watch her sleep I, to, quote, keep her safe. I, y'all. It gets worse. Oh, oh it gets worse. Okay. Oh, I don't know how. So then I said... So then, like, I don't talk to I don't talk to Nicole for like a day, uh-huh. and she's like, "Do I have an update?" And I was like, "Nicole, WTF?" So I was like, "So the girl finds out that he bribed her landlord to evict her, bribed her boss to fire her, <gasps> and told his assistant to block all other job applications so she can't work. She tries to run away, and he catches her at the door and pricks her with a sedative. Oh my like, god! Who? Who has a needle at the ready? Just lying around at the ready. A psychopath. That's un. That's that's psychopathic behavior. Yes. Oh, but it gets worse. Oh, he chains her to his bed. You read that right? Chains her to quote, "I love you, and I will make you love me again. I will make you trust me. I will bleed out for you before I before I let you leave me." To which I then sent the mean girls emoji. Why are you, you so, so obsessed, obsessed with, with me? me? <laughs> that is, is unhinged. Unhinged behavior. Unhinged. What? I was like, okay, at that point, I was like, we are 77% in. Homeboy has lost the plot. Yeah, lost it. I was like, lost this it. is insane. Yep. I was like, I really thought that this was going to end differently. Nope. She realizes that love isn't what enough for what they feel. It's obsession. And she will gladly walk into that with him. End quote. <sighs> they deserve each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I was like, this is. They 
both need therapy, severe therapy. Um, One might say he needs to be in a mental institution or in jail for kidnapping somebody. He chains her to a bed for a week. (gasps) A week. How does she go to the bathroom? He gives... She he, a lo- long enough leash that she can go to the bathroom. Stop it! I'm not kidding. And then she's like, "I won't watch your your hockey games." So he like chains her to the couch so that he she has to watch his hockey games because he doesn't trust her to bring her to the hockey games because she's worried he'll escape. She'll escape. Uh, it's bananas. That is. And I just need you to like listen to this quote from the book. This is a direct quote. Okay. I'd copied her key, and after she fell asleep, we'd be having a sleepover party. Other people might call that scary stalking behavior. I call it true love. No. No. It's 100% stalking, boo. It's, like It's it's not true love. See, this is the type of shit that like I don't... I, it scares me that there's like young women reading these books sometimes. And like I'm not here to yuck someone's yum when it comes to like a kink. Yeah. Or whatever you're into sexually. Yeah. But like I think we can all agree that that is psychopathic behavior and like that she doesn't like it it's full stockholm syndrome okay see that's that's no it's full stockholm syndrome like she's pissed off when he like when she finds out all this which is why she tries to escape and then he what's it called sedates her he sedates her like it's it's fucked up like this is fucked up that's super fucked up i've read books with what's it called like primal kinks like chase Uh kinks yeah but it's like talked about their safe words and i've read like i've read a lot of things sure but it is the whole key That's, is the setup and the safe word and that it's, no, it is yeah. part of the king. This is not. No, no, Nobody's no. getting off on no, this. No, except for him. There was one review that was like, if Lincoln is your book boyfriend, seek help. <laughs> I mean, the truly. Only thing. And then someone else said, if I could give this book no stars, I would. I would. It's it was nuts. that is nuts, Anna. I I only kept reading because I was like, surely, surely, this surely this will turn around. And then I realized I'm like 87 percent at some point. I was like, we're really we're really cutting it close, guys. How does it end? <laughs> like, how, what's the ending? Them just it ends with like her realizing that like they feel more than love, and it's an obsession. No, and he has like his dad is a billionaire and he basically screws over his, his dad's like an asshole and uh-huh. like is trying to control everything. And she's, you know, like a foster runaway kid who doesn't have a high school diploma. Okay. Or I guess she does. Cause she, she got her GED and now she's in community college. Anyways, okay. he like screws his father over. He like buys out the company with like, he's a multi-billionaire, whatever. Cause okay. he's a hockey player. Yeah. But anyways, it ends like, th- I don't know. It ends like that. Like it ends they're with happy? them Like they're happy. They're like crazy obsessed with each other. And it's, weird that's like i don't know that's how it ends that's so weird like the tying up the chaining to thing happens like right before 80 percent. ew it's bizarre ew i don't Kim, like that i like the whole the whole book is like this like i'm reading all these red flags and i'm like all right maybe he's got like split personality and yeah. we're gonna get medicated yeah. like something's gonna happen it's gonna be a good mental no. health and she has a really true like well, the bottom line is, like, she had such a... I, I'm surprised that she's okay with this based on how she grew up, Okay, my point. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't recommend the book. Yeah. I mean, if it's on KU, so feel free if you want to just pick it up and see what I'm talking about. But I really don't think you need to. <laughs> I don't think you need to. I think you've heard all you need to hear from this right here. Uh, I think... Go read Unwanted... I mean, honestly, go read Nero. Nero was just as fucked up. But honestly, for some reason, he was more redeeming. Yeah. Well, he adopted a puppy. So, obviously... He adopted a puppy. And he brings her Taco Bell. And, you know, he saves He doesn't her, chain so. her to a bed for a week. He does so. not. He does not. The bar's he on the ground. He doesn't want to but... let her go. He doesn't want to let her go. But he doesn't sedate he doesn't her. And he doesn't chain her. her to a bed. Right. Okay. So, yeah. felonies are not committed. 
Um, felonies are not, com- you well, know, against other people, but yeah, not, against- we're not against her, not against her. And that's where we draw the line. That's where we, and draw-, that's where we draw the yeah. line. Yeah. We all have to draw a line somewhere. We do. And for us, it's committing felonies against the person we're supposed to love. You know, anybody yes. else, whatever, that's your business. I read romances to feel good yeah. about the romance. Right. Not to feel icked out. That's super icked out. Okay. Okay. Kim, take us to a happier place. I will take you to a happier place. Okay, you guys, this is just, this is such a 180 from where I was when we recorded our last Romance Rex episode. So I believe, no, in one of our KU Rex episodes, I talked about um, The Right Move by Liz Tomford, which is, I've been trying to get... Anna and Christina to read for It is on months my Kindle. I, I know, keep going I know. to start. It you know is what? so I'm going to read it. I'm going to start it tonight. Start it tonight. Yes. This is, it's called the Windy City series. It's only on, the two books are out, but two more are coming. Um, the author has like confirmed this. And mm-hmm. I read The Right Move. As you guys know, absolutely loved it. I've raved about it a bunch. I decided to finally pick up Mile High, which is book one in the series. And I had put it off because they're both just, they're too long. Like this book is 600 pages. Mile High it's is. a long book. I don't know how high the, how high, <laughs> I don't know how long the right <laughs> move is, but it, I really loved it. But even I felt like it was kind of like icebreakers, you know, where you're like, yeah, I'm liking it. But like 200 pages could have easily been cut out of both of these books. And we talked about why we think the authors do that. And like, I'm all for like making your money, but 600 pages is too long too for, long a, for a sports romance. For a sports romance. Like, it's like consider me and play with me. We yes, could have cut we could have 100 cut. pages. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this book follows, I'm not going to go into this too much because I've talked about the right move. And I still think if we, I had to pick one, I think the right move is maybe a little bit better just because I don't know. There's something That's what about. I've heard. I was wondering yeah. what you felt. I, I definitely think book two is better. I liked book, like I didn't dislike book one at all. There was nothing that I disliked. Again, just the length. I felt like it just dragged, but I still, I still recommend it, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. So Mile High follows Xanders and Stevie. Xanders is like a hotshot NHL like hockey player he plays in Chicago and Stevie is a flight attendant on the team's like personal private jet so like she's their flight attendant they travel obviously all around the country playing and she like works for the team and right away Xander's just like gets under her skin super fast he's like he reminds me of almost like a Dwayne Wade or like a really over-the-top personality like he dresses Mm -hmm. like super nice um and he just oh who is that really hot player for the Oklahoma Thunder he always dressed really well um, what's his name anyways okay Stefan Stefan no, no not Stephen Kurt no uh wait shit Russell Rest oh Russell Westbrook isn't he a football player no he's a basketball player he is yeah yeah he played didn't he play for the Oklahoma Thunder yeah I think so yeah he's cute he is cute yeah he's cute and he's they like all star. dress like super like that's picture that basketball of, players dress well that's what yeah I think yeah, oh they yeah. do they do. So picture that kind of guy, okay? Got but he's like got this it. playboy, bad boy persona in the media. And Stevie is like, I've got you all figured out. Like, absolutely not. I am not yes. into you. And he's like, who the hell do you think you are? I'm me. <laughs> and she's like, I don't care. So he's like, this won't do. Like, I can't have this. Like, I'm going to annoy the shit out of her because she is not like fawning all over me, which like, okay, whatever. I, I still think the right move is there's just something about Ryan Shea that really does it for me. Oh, um, okay. But if, if you liked the right move and you've been wanting to get to it, but you were like, I don't really know. I would recommend it. It is long. So maybe if you have like a longer beach trip coming up and you want to just bring like one book. Wait, the right move or the... I would... So both of them. But this okay. one, Mile High is... 
I, I feel like if you've read the right move and you're like, I, I kind of want another sports romance. I like this author's writing. I like the kind of world and setting of like sure. where we are because you'll meet Ryan in this book a little bit and Indy, the girl that's in book two. So yeah, if you were like, yeah, I've read book two, I've, I'll, I'll pick up book one. I would recommend it. Um, It's not like, oh my God, this is the best book I've ever read, but I still really liked it. How's the spice? The spice is good. The spice is good. Um, It's... Yeah, I mean, I, I read this. This was like the first book I read for like this episode. So it's been okay. like a month. But I mean, it's I, I like how the author does steam. Like there's a lot of tension. There's some build up, and then there's some payoff and it's good. But again, I think I just liked the relationship in book two a little bit more. I don't know. Okay. Ryan just, mm, guys. He just, he did it for you. He, he does did it for me. you. He does it for me. You don't uh, have to explain it. You know who else <laughs> really does it for me? Who? Is Carter Beckett. And Garrett. Oh my God, Garrett. Guys, consider me and play with me by Becca Mack. Oh, guys. This is our entire personality now. I like literally, I check, I check Becca Mack's Instagram multiple times a day. Yeah. I'm always like, well, she surely she's posted something new. Yep. Because I want to know about Adam. I want to yes. know when that book is coming out. Yes. And listeners, this episode will be out next week. Uh-huh. Maybe Becca Mack will have released it by then. But. I did see somebody posted like, oh, will you please release it by July 9th for my birthday? Okay. And Becca said, how about I release it before that? (gasps) So, guys. So soon. Guys, that's less than a month. So it's somewhere in the next three weeks. Oh, my God. Y'all. I know. These books, if you have not read Consider Me and Play With Me, drop what you're doing. Literally pause this episode and go read these books. Go start the books. You won't regret it. They are everything i love them yes. so much i have been dying to read them and we like christina and anna talked about them in one of our last like rec episodes yes mm-hmm. i was like oh my god i need to get to these and i finally did you guys i read them i was reading consider me while we were while we were on our girl on trip. our girl's trip to nashville kim i like kim could not she was like i just please absolute silence do not bother me do not talk to me do not look at me yeah I need to focus. I need absolute silence. Like, I'm so sorry. They were like talking about something and I was like, I- I'm so sorry. I can't be a part of this conversation. Um, Carter Beckett is being so fucking adorable that I can't even breathe. So I'm going to need everybody to just leave me alone. Like I was beside <laughs> myself. And then Christina was reading play with me and would like, oh yes, run over to Anna's bed and like squeal and jump in her bed. And they were like reading <laughs> lines, like whispering to each other because I was on book one. <laughs> You guys, it's everything. I love it's I love so everything good. about these books. I It's so good. They're just they're so good. Like we're going to do a um Patreon episode yes, on Yes. Yes. Go head to our well our Patreon won't be up when this episode comes out, but yeah. in July when we launch our Patreon. Yeah. And then when Becca uh, releases Unravel Me, that will have yeah. our episode. We will be so, reading it oh guys, as I am fast as possible. Dying, dying for Adam's book. Dying. Listeners, if you haven't already, do yourself a little treat. Uh-huh. Go look at Becca Max highlight uh-huh. for Unravel Me and just... Just enjoy. Just enjoy Just it. enjoy the glory that uh-huh. is Adam. Get a glass of wine. Climb into like, bed. Um, that man, the teasers. Oh. I have never been so excited. Oh. It's always the quiet ones. It's it is always, always the, the quiet, quiet ones. ones. Which is why we hold out hope for Azrael because he barely speaks. Oh, so it ass. has to be good. Guys, I love these books. Christina and Anna said this and I think I agree. Um, I loved Carter. I do understand how also the book was too long. The books were too long. And so I think if you had shortened them, yeah. Carter wouldn't be getting on people's nerves as much. But it was just like it was it was a lot. It was long. I loved him. I think I loved him and Olivia more in Play With Me because you get to I see agree. these like little snippets, but it's not yes. them all the time. 
Because yes. he's kind of a lot. We'll do spoilers on our Patreon episode, but I yes. loved them for a specific reason. Oh, yeah. In Play With Me. Oh, yeah. And, like, they were so cute. So cute. And then, but Garrett. Oh. I don't know. I, there was just, mm. Garrett seemed a little bit more attainable. Not attainable. That's not the but right more word. more like a he real person. He seemed a little person. bit more like a real person. Yeah. Carter just seemed like this caricature sometimes. Yes. And Garrett just... I don't know. I always go back to the quote from Jenny when she says, we didn't fall in love, we built love. Oh. And that's like, that is like their whole relationship and it totally. just, it hits. I read that line. I will never forget that line. It's so it good. perfect. It's it's really, you guys, it, it's really fantastic. I do think, you know, okay, you kind of, th- this is us, so you should know this by now, but like, you got to go in like, just ready for the ride and like what it will bring you. Yes. Like I was reading some reviews earlier when I was like, we we're making like our notes for this episode and like, yes, some of it is a little bit cheesy some of it is a little bit dramatic it's, it's a freaking romance like yes it's a romance is... you have to kind of suspend your belief yeah it's almost like you're getting love bombed so much yeah by carter beckett and mm-hmm. it's like you kind of need almost like it's like too much sometimes at a point and i understand that from some people like in the reviews and mm-hmm. that can be some people's pushback but it's also just like oh i love that's it. just the way I the book is up. i ate and it's it like up. and i and i did and like i did crave the third act drama and i feel like we could have cut a little bit of like the totally. lovey dovey and spent a little bit more time on Agreed. building back the relationship. Agreed. But um, I I don't know. It was just, I was there for the ride. Yeah. I don't read like a sports romance because I'm expecting some like. Right. Like real. Incredible, epic. Love story. Love with story like, that's going to span multiple books. No. I'm reading it for the instant gratification. The happily ever after. The steam. The <sighs> steam and the sweet moments. Oh. Everything in between. That's why I want a sports Romance. Yes. Like we, I just, I ate it up. Like I was here for whatever Becca Mac wanted to give me. And I was like, yes, yeah. I'll take it. I love it. Like love everything about it. I loved Garrett and Jenny. I thought they were so cute. I loved just, yeah. But like, if you have not read these books yet, get on it. Okay. Get, get on, on it. it. Do it now. Okay. Next book. Okay. So <laughs> you guys will remember in our my last our last romance rex episode there was a book called the soulmate equation by christina lauren oh yeah and i was literally so over it all that i didn't even talk about it i believe my notes were too much science i don't care um and i didn't even talk about it (laughs) like that's how i was so annoyed i don't know i was just had a really bad go of it so I was not going to pick this book up because I was like, mm-hmm. no, I no, uh-uh. like I'm not. This was not for me. Yeah. But like so many people were raving about it and saying that they loved it. And I was reading reviews and there was I was told there was like steam. And so I was like, OK, OK, this is interesting. And I loved the premise way better than I did the soulmate equation. Like science, okay. the genetic dating app was like, I don't give a shit about any of that. Sorry. OK. But, so my interest was peaked. So I finally gave in and picked it up. By the way, the cover. And wait, what's this? This I'm one sorry. Is... This is called the True Love Experiment by Christina Lauren. Okay, the True Love Experiment. The True okay. Love Experiment. Um, and the first book was the Soulmate Equation. So I will say they. I read the kind of. Um, authors know at the end and they were not going to write a second book like they don't really write oh. they write standalones like they don't yeah, really do yeah. series any like, more like they just do standalone contemporary romances and I guess they would go to signings and people would be clamoring for a book about Fizzy who was the best friend of the main female character from 
the soulmate equation. Yes. And they had never intended to like, they were not going to write a second book. Like that was okay. just, that was just not what they do. And they said that so many people loved her and wanted a book about her that they literally had to like from scratch, like come up with an idea <laughs> just because people were like wanting it so badly. Wow. So Fizzy was the best friend of Jess from the first book. And I will say as mm-hmm. like, I found her kind of annoying, but they definitely reworked her character when they decided to like write this sequel. Like they definitely were like, okay, we need to like make her a little more fleshed out. She was like very over the top very like boy crazy and just kind of like chaotic like not in a fun (laughs) way and I just find those people would like just walk out without a shoe and I'm like you're you're a grown woman like what are literally what are we doing yeah but they 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 reworked her she was much more fleshed out um here's the premise um fizzy is a very popular romance author I see what you did there, Christina Lauren, uh, who is in a bit of a slump. She feels jaded. She feels lost. And she's like, I don't think I've ever actually been in love. And I'm a romance author. Enter Connor Prince, a super hot British documentary filmmaker and single father. He's been tasked with producing the next big reality TV show like The Bachelorette. Okay. He decides to cast Fizzy as the romantic lead. But as the show begins and it's they start to film and Fizzy spends time with one gorgeous man after the other, she realizes that she may be falling for the man behind the camera. (gasps) Oh. Y'all, this is the romance book of the summer to me. Like this is really, it's just like the perfect summer romance book like it has I was squealing I was like kicking my feet I was like if you want something that you can like read around your family and you're not going to feel weird about (laughs) it if you want something that's kind of more like you don't want a sports romance you want something that's a little more like contemporary rom-com sure you cannot go wrong with this like the banter was great they were adorable they were so fun to read like fizzy was a great i found her so much more interesting and fun to read than jess from the soulmate equation just my personal opinion okay i loved the whole concept of the dating show i don't watch any of those bachelor bachelorette shows and i still really enjoyed it so i can only imagine if you do watch those shows. oh yeah i like watching those you would it was so fun. Like they go through all the behind the scenes and how they plan the dates and what it really looked like on camera versus like how it was in real life. And is it dual POV? It's dual POV. Is it fun? Like, do you get like scenes with like her on a date with a guy and yeah. he's like watching? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. He's like upset behind the camera and her, she can't stop herself from like staring at him because they've spent all this time together. Like, doing pre-production for the show. And by the time the show actually starts to film, like there's a connection there, but obviously she's like, he needs the show to do well. How far do we like, I mean, is this a spoiler, but like, do they, I mean, I don't, I I mean, I think I'm the queen of like hating spoilers, but I also want to know, do they like kiss before? She has like a set of demands that she was like, here's what I, here are my demands before I agree to do the show. And she wanted it to be different. And I believe I don't recall. I, not 100% sure, but, like, it's, there's no, like, fantasy sweet dates. Like, there's nothing like that. Okay. Like, it's all very, like, they are literally dating each other. Like, there's Got no, it. like, alone time. Like, they're stipulated not to spend time with each other off camera. Like, they can't interact at all. Oh. It's very different. But, like, does she and the guy behind the camera, what's his name? Connor. Connor. Do they have, like, how do they know their chemistry works? Oh, it works. <laughs> it works. But it's very like, oh, they're, they're not, they cannot be together because there's like a clot. Like she, she's not allowed to be with him and he's not allowed to be with her because he's a producer on the show and that would be like super scandalous. Of course. And so he's very much like, I have to make this work. My boss is like going to fire me if the show doesn't do well. We can't do this. 
you know. Yeah. So. Oh my God, I want to know how it ends. so good. I will say for a Christina Lauren book, this is the steamiest Christina Lauren book I've read. It's still not at the scandalized level, but it's, there were like one or two steamy scenes that I, like that were not on our level, but I think. Sure. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the three of us read some pretty steamy stuff. So. Yeah. My, my uh, expectations are high and it just, we're not going to get it. From, from Christina It's so Lauren. interesting because, like, the Christina Lauren books that I read besides Scandalized. I know. Um, shoot, what was that series The Beautiful called? Bastard. The, the Beautiful, beautiful yeah, 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 Beautiful Stranger. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and they are very spicy. I know, I know. It's like, all of a sudden, they decided not I to know. do that. I will say, this is their, obviously, their most recent book, and it's definitely the steamiest. So, I don't know if maybe they're progressing that way. The True Love Experiment, The right? True Love Experiment by Christina oh God, I Lauren. I You could take like this would be the perfect book to take on vacation like it's so fun it'd be fun to like talk to your family about like you don't have to mention the steamy scenes because there's only like one or two yeah but they're good like but there's the tension and oh my god they're like can't stop looking at each other while they're like she's filming and she's supposed to be on a date with this guy but she like can't take her eyes off Connor and he's like so pissed but obviously he can't be pissed because this is like his job and it's just I literally it is the perfect beach read pool read it is so sweet. It is so fun. I absolutely Aww. loved it. And I'm shocked. Shocked. No, I mean, I didn't I, I didn't know if I was going to read another Christina Lauren book um, based on like the last review that you did in our, um, K, you know, our romance writer yeah. episode. But I'm, I think you would now like I'm it. kind of like, I think I want to download this. Um, it's, it's very, it's very cute. Very fun. Oh, yeah, it's really sweet. Um, so that is The True Love Experiment by Christina Lauren. The next book is another sequel to a book that I talked about in that episode. That book was Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. And it was like a Mm -hmm. small town romance with like kind of an age gap. Like the guy was younger. He was like this small town guy, like kind of like Mutt from Schitt's Creek is who I'm picturing. I have no (laughs) idea if that's correct at all, but. That's who you pictured. Flannel, boots, good old guy. That's Mutt. You know, that's Mutt. So this is called Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. This is the sequel to Part of Your World. I believe it's just going to be a duet. I don't know that Mm -hmm. she's continuing with the series. I've heard this. I've heard this one. Yes. So this was this is also a new release. This book features Brianna, who is best friends with Alexis from book one. Um, I'm just going to read. This was actually I want to say it might have been a review on Goodreads. And this just kind of sums up a the plot and also just like my thoughts. So, okay. Brianna Ortiz, ER doctor, is just about to finalize her divorce to her philandering husband. Her brother, Benny, is in need of a kidney transplant with no donor on the horizon. And to top things off, a new ER doctor, Jacob Maddox, has been brought in and is now in line for the position she was a shoo-in for. Honestly, her day couldn't get any worse. Wait, she's a doctor? She's an ER doctor. Okay, sorry. And she's, like, worked there for 10 years, like, beloved. And this new guy, Jacob shows up got it okay keep going jacob sufferer of anxiety and panic attacks does not make the best first impression with the hospital staff and he certainly didn't make a good first impression with brianna so to remedy the situation he decides to write brianna a letter he's always been better (gasps) on paper than in person from here the two begin to exchange letters not only daily but multiple times a day so much so that they both look forward to finding their hidden notes and sharing lunch together in a storage closet. Oh my god. When Jacob mentions to Brianna that his brother is marrying his ex-girlfriend. Wait, wait, say that again? Jacob's brother is marrying Jacob's ex-girlfriend. What? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So he is like, okay. I need you to be my girlfriend for all of these wedding festivities because my family 
this is like tearing my family apart and I don't want it to. Like I want them to seem like I'm okay and that this like they Is can he be- okay with it? I'm kind not really, but like he kind he's over her, but he's obviously like it's a weird situation. It's weird. But he doesn't want his family to be like torn apart by this. So he's like, if I have a girlfriend, they won't worry about me. Like they'll they'll be okay to like support Sure, sure. My okay, brother. Got it. Got which it. Is, like, so we got a fake dating trope. Got a fake dating trope. Oh my God. So this is what she said. This book warmed my heart and made me smile throughout. Though I'd be lying if I said I wasn't incredibly frustrated too. Just do it already. Just say it already were the two things I kept thinking as I was reading this. But where would the fun be in that? I should also men- mention that the entire cast of characters were utterly charming. Grandpa Maddox, Jafar the foul-mouthed parrot, and the three-legged dog only served to make this story even better for me. <laughs> so... This book has one of the best representations of mental health from a character I have ever read in my entire life. Really? Jacob suffers with pretty severe social anxiety, like cannot be in places with loud sounds like bars and clubs and concerts and stuff like that. Oh, wow. He has pretty severe anxiety and pretty severe panic attacks. And I felt like it was so well done. I felt like it was so refreshing to mm-hmm. see from a main character and a male at that. In I was going to say genre. for a male. Yes. I love that. It was so real and vulnerable and heartbreaking. And Brianna was so amazing with him. And I have anxiety and I felt like it was represented super well. And it was so nice to see that. Um, you've got pen pals. They write each other the freaking oh, cutest that's notes. so sweet. Fake dating, forced proximity, obviously. A crazy family. It was amazing. Um, I would have loved a little more steam because there was a lot of tension. A lot oh, of tension. Okay. Okay. And we did get... We did get a little bit, and then I put after when I put would have loved a little more steam, like that Kevin Hart when he's like, "When did this become a whorehouse?" Whorehouse, because I feel like I am just like just this like sex. I'm like I'm not this like sex craze, but I'm just like I want more. I want more steam. Like no, I'm like there is a level now that I expect. Yes, I don't know. I mean, hello, like we hello. need it, but we do. I, I kind of realize like that's just not. It's kind of like, because I'm just, I've read two of their, her books now. I know that's just not how Abby Jimenez writes and I've accepted it because you get a beautiful story. Love with, story. And and Jacob as a character was amazing. I, I feel like this is such a great book. I absolutely loved it. I would highly recommend this book. Okay. I, if you if you know what you're getting going into it, like it's not. Yeah, no, I pre- you know, know I appreciate it, it, that. It's more romance than steam, but there is, there is some steam, but I, I'm like, I wanted more because there was this tension for so long between them. And then I was like, yes, okay, good. Okay, well, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, but okay, so that was that book. We both read. Oh, Elsie Silver. <sighs> We're here. Reckless. Reckless. Here. Guys. Guys. Oh my God. I don't even know what to say. Spoiler free. Uh-huh. I read, the, I finished it. It came out Friday. Wait, it came out midnight, like Thursday night, midnight going into Friday. Right, right. I had finished the book by Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, well, I finished. And I was like, it literally just came out. You were like, literally That's just correct. came out. I stayed up until 1230 to like, I kept refreshing my Kindle. Uh-huh. And then so that it would download. Yeah. And then I stayed up to like 2 a.m. reading. And I had a plane ride the next day with my kids. And I just like yeah. put them on their Kindles. And I was like, mommy's got to read. Mommy's got to read. <laughs> mommy's got to read. Guys. Girl, oh. Theo. Theo. I mean, he made me feel some kind of way. Oh. 
I'm in love like, with him. I'm in love with him. I mean, him. this is not a spoiler. This is jacket cover, okay? It there's is jacket like cover. A secret pa- there's a secret baby, surprise baby, whatever you want to say. It happens in the first like, eight chapters, cha- yeah. but it's like, it's on the jacket cover. Yeah. But seeing, I'm oh. not going to tell you guys how it all goes down. No. But just seeing Theo oh. as a father, mm. my heart. Impeccable. Chef's kiss. Perfection. No notes. No notes. It literally, that is what made the book for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, and I don't think any of us are normally like. No, we don't. No. Baby pregnancy trope type things. No. And actually I've gotten some DMs because other people hated that Megan Quinn book with the pregnancy trope just as Ugh, much as I did. I and so they were like, I was yeah. nervous to pick this up because I hated that Megan Quinn book. And I was like, me too. Love this book. It, even if you don't Love like it. a surprise pregnancy, I promise you, like I can't this promise, is, but like it's. This is uh, so different. It's so different. It's so good. It's so good. It's... And then the steam. It's okay. So I will say this. I kept, I was, t- okay. Cause we all know we read all of them. We all think Zaddy Cade is oh. like oh. bee's knees, oh. chef's kiss. No, no. The steam and heartless is. Oh, the steam and heartless is impactful. It, it cannot, it cannot be, it cannot be beat. It cannot. The porch scene, the birthday scene. That's great. It's, but also mm. there's a great story. Yes. So as I'm reading this, I finish it first and I'm like, guys, I don't know Theo. Yeah. I don't know, guys. It might be Theo. And everyone's like, no. Really? I was like, and Anna, like, that is a know. bold statement. I was like, I don't know. Just guys, I th- I'm getting this feeling. Yeah. So I will say, I think Theo, out of all of the men in the books we've read so far, Theo might be like my favorite. Agreed. I would agree. All around. Uh-huh. I still think that like oh. Cade's like Heartless has the best steam. Absolutely. But I, Theo, it, I will reread Theo's book oh. because I just want to reread Theo. I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with him. I love him. Is it because I was trying to tell Nicole, because I mean, Nicole like doesn't have kids and I was, right. so I was texting her and I was like, I don't know if it's because I'm, because she, she has her, she really dislikes pregnancy tropes in books. So do I. Like it's like a, it's an immediate, like almost kind of like DNF for her. And so I was giving her kind of like, I was like, Hey, this is on the jacket cover, just FYI. And she was like, Oh God, how is it? And I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't know if it's because I'm a mom. Totally. But what I love about about Theo was the way that he cherished and oh. with winter and how I don't know just like how in, you can be so I mean like yeah blah 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 my body grew humans and like man it's so amazing like of course of it course. is right and I grew two humans you right. did too yeah you still there's a point where you still feel kind of like uncomfortable oh, totally. in your skin and like you don't feel as sexy and absolutely like, and Theo at no point oh. ever ever says the wrong thing or makes her he, he's obsessed know, with but her. it's also not about that like it's also not no, about like no. her being insecure it's not no no she's it's not, not really that insecure no it, but it's just the way that he talks to her and Ugh. it's so perfectly done it's so like under the surface but yeah. it just hit right it hit right it hit right you guys yeah. like I so I have read all of the books and and Christina have read two and three I told him to skip one because it's not I mean it's fine but like if you're just really yeah itching, I read two three and now four yeah if you're just itching for this series and you just like don't want to reread Heartless again like you can go read book one but other than that it's fine I read this book just I mean not quite as fast as Anna but like pretty pretty damn fast and oh, no Kim you read it so fast Kim texted me at two o'clock I know because I was picking my kids up from school uh-huh. she was at a big moment yep. in chapter eight yep literally four <laughs> and a half hours later she finished she goes well I'm done well, I was I'm like done. I'm sorry you were on chapter eight four hours ago yes. and she goes Josh came home early he took care of the kids yeah I've been in bed I was reading. like I, I've been in I've been on the couch for the past three and a half hours straight reading I have not moved like <laughs> I don't know. Josh took the kids. I have no idea where they are. Like, they're gone. I I have been in this world. I'm obsessed. I love it so much, you guys. I really think it might be 
my new favorite of the whole series. It's so good. Yeah, I agree. The the steam in Heartless, there's just something about it that really, I think, did it for us. I feel like it the tension in Heartless uh-huh. was there more. I agree. Like with all the hot tub scenes, like mm-hmm. it really led to Oof. the tension. And then yeah. also the steam scenes were a little bit longer. I agree. I feel like the steamy scenes in um, Reckless were more compressed. I agree. She spent more time developing, which is totally fine, developing yes. like their character and like yeah. their re- relationship together. Totally. And the relationship with the baby. Uh-huh. And... Then when we do get the steams, the steamy scenes, it's good, but it's, it's more good. like it's it's just shorter. It's it was that's only the only, that was it. It was more just like short. Yeah, I agree. Like it didn't it didn't kind of continue. I wanted like an I wanted extra like page. a graphic detail. You know, I yeah. wanted like every little detail, and I felt like they were definitely shorter. We got a good like that hint of it. Well, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what I know. Listen to our Patreon episode. Yeah, we'll do a Patreon <laughs> episode on it, and um, we will get into the dirty details quite literally. Um, but if you have not read that series, it is amazing. Yes, I want to go read. She has like other series too. That's like kind of set in a like on a farm or a ranch or something like that. Oh, and I want to go, yeah, I want to go read them because I'm, I'm into it and I love her. Oh, I'm going to have to go look those up. And yes, yeah, so look out for that Patreon episode. Um, but we loved Reckless. Absolutely loved it. Start with book two, start with Heartless. If you start, haven't. Yeah. Start with Heartless. Skip. I believe the first book is called Fearless. Okay. I have one more. Do you want to go do, do you want to do your last one and then I'll finish with my last one? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to end on happier note. Yay. With two books. Yay. Um, so I found out a week ago that next summer in July, my husband's cousin is getting married in Scotland. Yes. And we're all going. Yay. So um, stands the children. <laughs> so Ben and I are going on a Scottish Highland holiday. Woo-hoo! I'm very so excited fun. about it. So I decided, like, all of a sudden I was like, I need to read some Scottish Highlander romances. Yeah. Um. So I picked up one. Actually, I read a few. I'm only going to talk about one right now. Because, I don't know, the other two were fine. They were, this one was fine too. But I need to talk about it because it's a Megan Quinn book. And okay. Megan Quinn is normally like an immediate read for me. Like yeah. I just love her books. Yep, she's so um, funny. So this is The Highland Fling by Megan Quinn. Okay. Um, somebody in our DMs was reading it and I was like, oh, I'm, I haven't heard of that by Megan Quinn. It came okay. out, I think, like a year ago. So I was like, I just downloaded it. Love it. Um, I'm going to read the um, jacket cover. So freshly fired from her third job in a row, Bonnie St. James has lost her way. So when she and her best friend stumble upon a help wanted post to run a coffee shop in the Scottish Highlands, they apply on a whim. Who knows, maybe traveling to a new place is just what she needs to figure her next move. Mm. When the friends arrive in the tiny idyllic town of Corkskelly, they instantly fall for the gorgeous highland landscape and friendly townspeople. But Bonnie finds a less than warm welcome from Rowan McGregor, the rugged local handyman. Busy wrestling his own demons, Rowan is in no mood to deal with the quirky American, even if she is a bonnie lass. (laughs) (laughs) But when their paths cross, sparks fly. Can the pair build on their similarities to help each other find purpose and direction and maybe romance too? Oh. So I was very excited about this. I was texting both of you Uh as soon as I had started it. I was like, this is funny. It's got the quintessential Megan Quinn banter that Mm -hmm. I love. There was a laugh out loud scene like when they first get to the Scottish Highlands. Yep. Um, Her and her best friend. Why can I not remember her best friend's name? But 
it's neither here nor there. So they both come out of relationships. Her best friend is gay Uh and had, like, her first, like, actual relationship with a woman. Okay. And it really screwed her up. So she's, like, not in a good place. She Uh works from home. And she, like, they were like, let's apply. I can work. Her best friend's like, I can work from anywhere. So they go to the Scottish Highlands. Sure. Everything started off great. I really liked it from the beginning. Yeah. And it still is a good read. Okay. I was, I think I have a certain level of expectation. Okay. When it comes to, like, steam specifically and romance Mm. in a Megan Quinn book based on the ones that we have read and talked about on our podcast, some of them. This just fell a little flat for me in terms, especially for steam. Okay. Now, I will say the romance was really fun. I love the kind of, like, broody Scottish, Mm -hmm. like, he's not an asshole, but he's just grumpy. Sure. You know? Yes. And, but he's, everybody loves him in town. Okay. He's got, you know, his two best friends. Mm -hmm. He's, um, his two best friends are twins, and then they have a younger sister. Okay. Who is, like... The only well, guys probably won't get this joke, but the only gay in the village is <laughs> from a it's from Little Britain, a British a British television show. If there's okay. any people who watch it, yeah. Um, but anyways, so she's like so immediately like it's a small town. So uh-huh. when her when Bonnie and her best friend show up, who's also gay, oh. everyone's like, oh my god, oh look, gay people, there let's get them. And it's like, and everyone's so uncomfortable, and everyone's like, oh my god, this mm-hmm. is. So there's, like, funny moments, and, like, I enjoyed it. Okay. I think I had a, like I said, I think I had a certain level of expectation. And yeah. I think if I went into it without that, I would have enjoyed it more. Okay. Honestly, the thing that bugged me the most about it was the dynamic between the two female best friends. Mm. There was the most high school weird bullshit arguments that happened between them. Oh. Where, like, I was reading a scene, and I was like, whoa, we are breaking girl code. Majorly oh. breaking girl code. This is going to bite us in the ass. What are you doing? Yeah. And then, of course, two chapters later, it is, you know, DEFCON oh, no. 4. And I'm like, why? Well, we could have, like, it was just, like, these stupid. How old are these characters? Like, that's the thing. Is there, they are, like, 25. I feel, And they've been best friends since they were, like, 9. Okay, yeah. So I'm kind of, like, I feel like a lot of that bullshit would have gotten out of the way. Absolutely. And, like, really, like, they, they just kind of ins- in the fight, not like in, on a daily basis, but like in the fight, they throw some very harsh insults at each other. I will say that they come back from it, but which obviously is a happy ending, so like, duh. Sure. But it wasn't so much the actual romance of the book that bothered me. It was the dynamic between the two women. Interesting. And I, it kind of put a sour note on the whole book because I find I found it very annoying and unnecessary. Uh-huh. And it took away from the dynamic between Rowan and Bonnie. Mm. Rowan has family shit happening mm-hmm. that's heavy. Okay. And so, and that was also kind of like a weird turn. Like, but I, I don't fault him for it because of the family shit that's happening. Okay. But like, it was, it just, I don't know. It, it just wasn't the best Megan Quinn book I've read. But then I, like I said, I really think this is kind of like how you felt back in March when you were uh-huh. reading all those books. Like, I think I, I had come off of all of my mafia romances uh-huh. and I picked this one up as like, oh, I'm going to read something light. Uh-huh. And it was light sure. and it was fluffy uh-huh. and like funny, but I think I just, it was, it was just almost too juvenile. Yeah. And the, uh, and like, I had just read all these like very heavy dramas yeah this was just a little i don't know i don't know i love megan quinn Uh and i do sometimes find her main character female characters to be kind of annoying but normally they grow on me yeah 
And Bonnie just, I don't know. There was like so much finding herself and it was kind of, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just didn't hit right. That's okay. But again, you know, I feel like some, I mean, it might be for, I'm not going to like yuck anyone's yum and I'm not, it's not a terrible, it's not like a bad book. Sure. It just wasn't for me right now. Totally. Okay. So that's The Highland Fling by Megan Quinn. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, guys, my final book of the night. (gasps) I was shocked. Yeah. By how much I loved this book. Okay. So it is, this book is called For the Fans okay. by Nyla Kay. Okay. This is my very first, I've read a lot of Why Choose books. Yes, you This have. is my first male-male romance. Okay. Let me, let me read the jacket cover before I say anything else. Okay. Because I feel like I'm not going to do it justice. Sure. So Kieran and Avi are the two main characters. Okay. 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 I also need to preface this with they, okay, I will say a few things. They are, there is a forbidden romance here because they are stepbrothers technically. Okay. But they do not, their parents don't get together until their middle junior year of high school and they don't even get married until senior year of high school. So technically they only live together for like a year. They're not siblings. Right. No. But there is that like stepbrother forbidden romance thing. Okay. Are they, are the parents still married? Well, they're married. They get married in the book. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. They get married. It doesn't start that way. It starts with Avi's, Avi's mom and Avi's dad passed away like when he was six years old. Okay. And him and his mom have lived in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. They decide they need like a change so they move to Boston. Okay. When he's a junior in high school. Got it. And she starts working at a car dealership and she meets Kieran's dad. Okay. And Kieran's parents are divorced and it was a very messy divorce. Oh, got it. Okay. Got it. So that's how they meet. So that's where we are. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, Kieran Harbour is everything I'm not. He's rich, popular, a superstar football player who's awfully broody for someone who has it all. Basically, he's a preppy jock who hates me, and he's also my stepbrother. (laughs) That's right. We're stuck together sharing a school, a house, a bathroom. Honestly, I wouldn't care if he wasn't such an uptight control freak who messes with me just because we're different. I had every intention of avoiding him when we go to college until abrupt misfortune forces us both into a compromising, uh, wink, wink, Uh. situation. (laughs) Now the grouchy jerk I was hoping to evade might be the only person who can help me out of it. Oh. Now, now we have Kieran's POV. Okay. Avi Vega is everything I despise. A dreamer, a flake, an artist who smokes too much weed and thinks aliens exist. And by some sick cosmic joke, he's now my stepbrother, following me on what should have been my escape plan. It was already a disaster, add a sudden financial disruption to the mix, and let's just say my options are heavily limited. If I want to stay an all-star quarterback on the way to the NFL, I'll need to do something drastic. Unfortunately for me and my desperate desire for control, the perpetually smiling stoner has a plan. <gasps> oh, so, intriguing. This is where this is where our book starts. Okay. Basically. Got it. Okay. okay. With a little bit of backstory. Yeah. Um, so Kieran and Avi, they go to college together, basically. Mm-hmm. There's a whole, there's a whole, like, I want to say, there's a, quite a bit of them like getting to know, like meeting each other, li- their parents okay. getting married. And it is clear Kieran has no time for Avi. Okay. From the moment Avi's a new kid at the school, Kieran's kind of a jerk. Okay. It's not a bully role. It's not like bully like sure. that. It's just, it's sibling, like, I why are you here? Why are you in my space? You're coming into my home. Sure. Who are you? Yeah. That type of thing. Got it. Avi is like very nice and like I don't understand why this guy hates me. Yeah, yeah. They're both straight at the beginning of the book. Oh. So Avi quickly realizes they go to college. Things happen and Avi's like, huh, I think I'm bi. Oh. Great. Okay. Cool. Kieran is like, no, dude, I'm straight. Until, Uh like it says, something happens. There is financial disruption in the household and all of a sudden they need to make fast cash. 
Oh. So Avi starts an OnlyFans account. I was going to say the t- that. Hence the title <laughs> for the fans. For the fans. This is not too much of a spoiler, but it starts off as like, let's do a basically a three-way because Avi's best friend has a very popular for the fans. That's how she's paying for oh, college. Oh, okay. And she's like, hey, my followers want to see me with two guys. <gasps> and it's like, they're, Avi's like, yeah, sure, I don't care. Kieran is like, no, hell no. Like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not doing this with you. I hate hate you yeah me think thou doth protest too much (laughs) (laughs) so i will say i almost dnf'd this oh because there was a lot of angst and a lot of from like kieran specifically really not liking avi it like i said it is not bully nobody is bullied there it's more just like i don't want to spoil anything so as you keep reading, uh-huh. you understand the way Kieran is. Okay. And things come out and you can understand why he's reluctant. I, this is not where his father is very religious. Okay. Avi's mother is not. Okay. Um, there is obviously that factor. Aspect, sure. Kieran has a lot of like hangups about his parents' divorce. He blames himself. Oh. Um, he's never gotten over it. Okay. So there's there's so I like I said, I, I was getting a little frustrated with some of it. Okay. And I hit like, I don't know, like 40% and I was reading, but I was like, I don't know. This is just kind of, I don't know where this is going. Sure. And I decided to push through. Okay. And I am so glad I did. Uh Their romance is was so beautiful to read watching them learn to like support and be there for each other and it not necessarily being out in the open and like coming to terms with their sexuality and learning to like trust and how do we do this like it's almost like we're both virgins in like a sense in terms of relationships like how do we navigate this yeah and i don't know it was it was really beautiful to read at some points Mm -hmm. like like very specific points especially and i i just really loved it i don't know it was really special yeah Um, that's really sweet i will also say this might be some of the best steam really i've ever read ever i was like not sure how i was gonna feel without not having a female in the mix Uh uh-huh because normally, like, in my white shoes, there's a female in the mix. Sure. And I was like, I didn't know how I was going to feel about the steam. Uh-huh. And, oh, my God. Loved it. What have I been missing out on? Now <gasps> I'm like, what are, like, yeah. I'm very excited. I'm to, very like, this, this has just opened a whole other door. Yeah. It was so good. The <gasps> praise, the, like, dominance. Oh, yes. And it's not what you think. Like, the, it's kind of like a flip on the normal trope. Like, you think the quarterback, but it's actually yeah. the artist who's like really likes to be in control which makes sense because hello type a kieran is like i don't want to be in control it was so good and they're both learning about each other so it's it's also mixed with like this sweet tenderness i don't know it was it was really really well done um i will say that there is a forward in the book and Mm -hmm. normally i don't read forwards and i don't know what possessed me to do it Uh i'm very glad i did um I highly recommend reading the forward. Okay. And deciding for yourself whether or not you want to like go check the content warnings. Okay. Um, but there is it's apparently loosely based on either true events or real people. Um, she kept the places the same. Like it takes place in Boston, it takes okay. place at BC College. Um, I believe names were changed. Um, I didn't really realize all of that until oh. like I was like kept reading and then I realized why that's all in the forward. Okay. Um, the third, the third part of the book, like in the final third, you really, it becomes like a different book oh. in a good way, uh-huh. in a good way. Okay. Like it really kind of becomes a much deeper 
story. Oh, okay. And really digs into like who they are and their past and like mm. why they are the way they are. And okay. and I was not expecting it. There were context clues, but I guess I didn't expect it to go that deep. Sure. Um, but it still ends with like obviously it's a happily ever after. Sure. Um, the journey was beautiful and oh. the steam. I'm not kidding, guys. Like I this is one of the best steamy books I've ever read. Oh my god. It was good. That's amazing. For the fans by Nyla Kay. I think she has other books. I've never read any of her other books. I literally just found her like on a on an Instagram reel. Oh, it was, really? That's how it popped up. And I was just like, huh, I'll, you know. Sure. So I think somebody said, this is the spiciest book I've ever read. And I was like, okay, challenge accepted. Okay, yeah. So okay. Like, I was like, okay. It's not a short book. I think it's like 400, four, I can't remember. Okay. Um, but it's not like, it's more than 400 pages. Okay. Um, But it was, it really didn't feel too long. Some of the football scenes maybe, but like okay. honestly not that bad. You can skip those, yeah. Yeah, you can skip those <laughs> if you want. That's but, what um, do. it was, I was surprised by it. I was oh, really surprised really by how much I loved it. I it love was that. really sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Tender. Yeah. Now I'm excited for you to read more because I want more I recommendations. I know. Um, I know. Okay. So okay. I have one more book and let, we're going the complete opposite direction from what Anna just said. Like we are going <laughs> no plot, all steam, just like the trashiest. It's, I shouldn't say that. So this is Listen, a, for the fans is literally for, it's an OnlyFans account. So Right. Like it's 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 smutty. Okay, <laughs> so this book was a recommendation from Katie from Beach Reads and Bubbly, who we've talked about quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like I've been kind of hit or miss with her. Like a lot of the books that I read for that first Romance Rex episode were from her and I right. didn't like them. But that could just be where I was. Anyways, so people were asking her for more Brad's, which she like is what she calls like smutty beach reads after dark beach reads after dark which is basically just like smutty books um which we love so Um, someone was asking her for more recommendations and this was one of the books that she recommended that has like a celebrity dating a regular person okay this is called dirty like me by jane diamond oh hello and there's a half naked guy on the cover 15 (laughs) 15 pack of abs you know that whole situation it is the first book in a series and my first line is look this is trash i'll admit it okay think almost famous with kate kate hudson's character in almost famous Uh but like take out the drugs replace it with more alcohol and the lead guy is not an asshole and like actually likes her okay and there's no nobody following them around doing like a interview and then the book that i talked about that was like it's called the idea of you by robin lee and it's like the one where the mom falls in love with oh my Harry god Styles yes, guy. yes yes which yes. really funny christina sent me a podcast um i can't remember what it's called and they were doing their summer reads recommendations and the idea of you was one of them and i was like i'm oh, so vindicated up. it's not just me um this is very fa- i don't know um th- it's set in canada so i don't know what the equivalent of this band it's like a rock band but i don't know who uh-huh. they're trying to like who they're supposed to be it's not one direction i'll tell you that much it's like okay i'm just going to read this a gorgeous rock star an indecent proposal how can a girl resist struggling barista katie bloom doesn't even know who jesse mays is until she inadvertently wins the coveted role of sex kitten in his hot new music video but by the time she's in bed with him she knows his reputation love maker heartbreaker making out with a stranger in front of a camera crew isn't how katie imagined herself getting over a broken heart but when jesse touches her sparks fly the sex is fake but the chemistry is real and before long the steamy video is blazing up the charts then jesse makes katie a tantalizing offer act as his girlfriend for six weeks while he promotes his new album the only catch 
their sizzling makeout sessions will be for the cameras only, which Ooh. suits Katie just fine since she's not about to trust her heart to Rock's most legendary lover. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, her, okay. This, like, as it turns out, pretending to fall in love is incredibly sexy and falling in love for real with a man she promised not to fall for, irresistible. So Ooh. guys, I read this book. I picked this book up last night and I stayed up. I was, I was up at midnight reading this book. My daughter woke up crying, um, had some kind of a stomach bug. She was laying on me with a fever and I'm patting her hair and I'm reading this book while she is laying <laughs> in my lap, like in my bed at 1230. I keep reading. She throws up in my bed, oh my in our God. bed, my husband and I's bed, and I'm cleaning up carrots which stained our mattress oh, orange. I got God. it out. Don't worry. Full Lex, if anybody's wondering. Uh, and I finally got her back to bed. She was fine. I go sleep in the guest room because my mattress is like, my side <laughs> of the mattress is like covered in yeah. cleaning products. And I like literally, it was like 2 a.m. And I'm still trying to read this stupid book. And I couldn't <laughs> put it down. I was like, Kim, it is 2 a.m. Stop it. I read it in one sitting. Finish it. Oh my God. Read it in one sitting. Downloaded book two. Stop. And like, cannot wait to go to bed. Y'all, it's tr like, it's just trash. Like there's, the plot is, is ridiculous. The, the writing is like, he's, mm, I don't know who this generation would be. Maybe, maybe like, I don't want to say Harry Styles. Cause like, that's not it. I don't know. He's like this rock God who's like incredibly sexy and women are like throwing themselves at him. Okay. Again, it's like, it's like the Kate Hudson character in Almost Famous where like she follows the band around. Sure. But like the guy actually really likes her. Mm -hmm. Their relationship is fake. They're fake. They're, right, they're okay. fake dating. Again, why a rock star would need to date a regular girl to get I don't promote know. his album. Don't know. Doesn't make any sense. If you just want like, if you don't care about plot and you don't want like a beautiful romance and you want like hot steam, just like a fun read, you don't take anything seriously and it's just like you're in it for the ride and you're like here yeah. for it. This is that book. You know what it reminds me of, Anna? Is the beautiful series by Christina Lauren. Really? It reminds me a lot of, just like, like you said, like the writing was maybe a little bit like cheesy at times. Like it's yeah. a little bit dramatic. Like it's not their best work. I think we can all agree. No, we can all agree on that. But it was like just it's so much fun, fun to read. It's fun. Yeah, it's it was like fun. sexy. It's hot. Yeah. Like yeah. there's good steam. This is exactly that. If you have read that series or you've read any books in that beautiful series by Christina Lauren, I think you would like this. Like, oh, okay. It follows like there's this big group of guys like in and out of the band and it, each book follows people in this world. What? And it's called It's Dirty? called Dirty. The series is called Dirty. The first book is called Dirty Like Me. It's by Jane Diamond, which is definitely not her real name. I was just like, I just said the, this was the opposite of all the other books I read. Very little plot. Writing was a little bit cheesy and insanely dramatic, but there was tons of steam. And we know I love a celebrity oh romance. Oh my God. Wait, what? I downloaded this. Did you? You yes. need to read it. But I was like, but I've, I, I'm also, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm not like a normal like rock star type. Like that's not something right. I like to read. Yeah. So, but you're saying it was like. I mean, there's no like, it's kind of like sports romances. Like, yes, he's a rock star, but like there's very little rock starring like going on. You know what I okay. mean? I mean, like she does, like she f watches him play and he's like, oh my God, he's incredible. And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I mean, okay, whatever. I don't I know. I don't know why that doesn't like, I don't know why I can, I can like read the hockey ones and I'm like, I love it. Oh, love it. But it's like for some reason watching a dude play guitar. Oh, it's I like, know. didn't do it for me in high school. No, so I'm not a, I'm not a like, I'm not, I don't get 
turned on by a guy playing guitar. That's just never been me. Um, yeah. But I think there's just something. Okay, there's just, I'm very, you know, Christina loves a bodyguard romance. There's something yes. about like a famous guy plucking this normal girl and like taking her for like into his like crazy, amazing yeah. life. And he's just like so into her and they just have a shit ton of sex and like travel everywhere together. And it's like- So the, the steam is good. The steam is good. The steam is good. I mean, there's not that like- you don't feel the same like connection to the characters because sure we just you just don't but like you yeah. don't care because like he's hot and yeah they have like they make this bet about because like you know they're fake dating and so right right he's like you're gonna beg for me and if you oh, do God. like i'll do this and she's like absolutely not you're gonna beg for me and when you do like you have to perform naked or whatever if she says they, they come up with some like pact so there's a lot of like teasing to like get somebody to that point okay very into that i mean this is not great literature okay let me just be clear no but, one's yeah but like if you just want like a fun sexy read and you're like i've maybe you just read like a really serious book or maybe you're yeah. coming off of like i don't know the end of a sarah j mass series and you want something that is just like mindless and like so hot and sexy and fun and like quick that is this book oh perfect and i'm already on i'm already reading book two and i'm already into it like it's like silly and fun and hot that's all I can oh say. i can't oh i'm excited I mean, I downloaded it. I'm excited. I must have seen it on Beach Reads and Bubbly too. And I must have been like, oh, I'm going to download yes, it. Yes, yes. She po- she's posted about it. I don't know if you'll, I mean, like you'll you'll have to, I, I don't know if you will. I, I think you would definitely like the right move. I think you will also think it's too long. I don't know if you'll love this, but if you liked the Beautiful series, that might be a little better written than okay. this. But <laughs> I don't know. There was just like something just really, like if you, it's just like. It's the, just fun. I, like I love a good fun, fast, like. Yeah. I, like I don't necessarily. I have to pay attention to every single thing no. everybody's saying nope. you know I just yeah I just kind of would like flip through I was like yeah we're yeah. on the tour bus I don't care about that like like you just you get it you get it so yeah I get it that is Dirty Like Me by Jane Diamond and I think that is all of our recommendations I think that's it <gasps> you guys oh my gosh we've we, we covered quite the gambit we did I feel like from this list you will definitely have some good wrecks going into the summer. I love a romance read any time of year, but really the summer when you're by the pool. Really, truly. I mean, you just can't go wrong. You can't. Like, you just can't. So that is it from us for now. Um, if you have any recommendations for us that you would like us to read for like a next Romance Rex episode, please yes. DM them to us. Please. Um, on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast. And be sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, cheers and happy reading. Cheers, listeners. Yay. Bye. bye.